This is the Mark Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. Well, hello. Welcome to the Mark Podcast with Lifeway Women. This is Elizabeth Heinemann, and I am here with Kelly King. Yeah, like I can. I guess we can say we're here together, but we're kind of still apart. Yeah, yeah, there's currently a car like revving its engine outside my window, so I don't know if that'll get recorded, but just be patient with us for these weird audio glitches. I know. The lawnmower is going outside my window right now, so if you hear that, that's what that is. Yeah. So we're... Currently living in this world of 2020 where we um, are not back in our offices yet. And we're sure the same is true for many of you. Some of you may be getting back to normal, um, but in our part of the world, we are not yet. And so we're trying to look forward to the fall, to the winter, um, but it's really hard to look forward right now. Um, It's hard to make plans because there's just so much that we don't know. I was just on a call with some friends this week and we were just talking about how um, we're having to just give each other and ourselves a lot of grace right now because none of us have ever lived through anything like this ever before. Um, And so even things that we're normally, like I've heard some people say, I always work from home. I don't know why this is hard. And I heard, I mean, people have said, well, yes, you've always worked from home, but you've never worked from home in the middle of a global pandemic. It's just different. Things are different. Like if you've always homeschooled your kids, you've never done it during a global pandemic. And so it's just, we're giving grace to each other. We're giving grace to our leaders. We're giving grace to ourselves as we like navigate what has become a buzzword now, but unprecedented times. Like none of us have ever lived through this. Um, and, what, and I've we, definitely lived a lot longer than you, Elizabeth, <laughs> and I've never lived through this either. So yeah. yes, we are definitely all trying to figure this out. Yes. And so one thing that you've done that's been very helpful is you've put together um, some some helps for women leadership, um, women in women's ministry that are leading. But I think this will kind of be for everybody. Um, we'll focus a little bit on how to plan for women's ministry in the fall and beyond that. But then we'll also talk about, I mean, you could use these tips, whether you're leading a Bible study or not. Um, and we're hoping that we will be encouraging to y'all because I think that's what we can all use a lot of right now is just encouragement. Um, so what are some questions Kelly that women are asking right now? as they are starting to plan for the fall and beyond the fall, um, what are what are some things that they're encountering maybe for the first time? Sure. Well, I think just even this past week, I, I feel like maybe July, um, there was just kind of this shift of everybody's thinking. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, this is where we've been. And, and I think people are starting to evaluate and kind of go, okay, this is this is how we handled it when it like hit in right. March. And so, and, and some people are evaluating and going, what were some things we did really well? What were some mm-hmm. things we didn't do? And then how do we kind of plan for the fall and how to, and so their minds are really starting to shift a little bit. And I also think there is a, a sense of 
Um, there's a sense of being tired of this a little yes. bit of like, you know, I, I hear a lot of women saying, we're just really a little Zoom fatigued. Um, yes. We are. We're really hoping that we can meet in some ways. And, and we know that our podcast goes to, you know, such a wide range of, you know, mm-hmm. geography that for what may work in one person's situation may not work in another person's situation. Right. So, you know, I think that's something, but I'm, one of the key things that I've been, I just keep hearing women say is we're dual planning. Like we are planning what we think we can plan, but then we're also thinking through the options of what the, what if, yeah. and I think that's a good place to be. And I don't know, Elizabeth, I, I pulled out my Bible cause I was just thinking about James four, because this seems like such a great, um, just today verses for us, but it just says, you know, in verse 13, come now you who say today or tomorrow, we will travel to such and such a city and spend a year there and do business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring, what your life will be. And then James just reminds us, you know, you're like a vapor that appears for a little while then vanishes. And then we, it says, instead you should say, if the Lord wills, we will live and we'll do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So it is sin to know the good and yet not do it. And I just, that's such a great reminder. Like we don't really know what tomorrow's going to bring, but to boast in that is just an arrogance against yeah. the Lord. And it just reminds us like, we are not God, doesn't it? And I, I think it's yeah. just such a big reminder. Um, you're not God and don't try to be and you know, we're, we're going to plan just depending on him mm-hmm. and we're going to adjust when we have to adjust. So that's a big thing. I think the other big thing is that women, you know, because they want to gather and they want to start, they're starting to think about fall Bible studies. So right. I do, I do think you and I should spend a little time thinking about what does that look like mm-hmm. and how can women do that? And so, um, I think you and I can probably just have this conversation a little bit of, you know, what's working, what's not. And, yeah. um, Again, it's going to be different for every group. I would say that. Yes. And I think I've done both um, a virtual, like via Zoom, and um, we have been outside. And my, my small group is very small. We have four people, five people. I can't remember. It's usually about four a week because not everyone can make it every single week. And so we're, you know, abiding by all the uh, number rules that we can have four or five people. And for the most part, we've been meeting outside, which is generally safer. Um, there have been some times that we have met in somebody's living room just because it's been raining or whatever. And, you yeah. know, we're trying to follow all the co- like all the precautions and, um, but yeah, we, we met via zoom for a while and that's hard. And we still, there are a couple of weeks ago, we met via zoom again. Cause we were like, well, Nobody, it was raining outside. Nobody could host. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, this is actually kind of cool that we have this way of doing this already set up um, because we can do that. And I mean, it is really hard after being on Zoom calls all day long for your work to get on another one to discuss the Bible. And think some things are awkward when you're not in person. Like prayer can be kind of awkward because it's like, do we all close our eyes? <laughs> do we look at each other? I mean, just little yeah. little things like that. And just knowing when to talk and when not to talk. And, um, it can be a little weird, but I think that just right now, everything's weird. So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> just go for it or, you know, and we've heard of groups yeah. doing Facebook group, um, uh-huh. meetings uh-huh. and Google hangouts and, um, 
there's, a, I downloaded Voxer, which is an app yeah. that you can yeah. leave kind of voicemails for each other, essentially, um, to keep up with a few friends. And can you Marco do that Pol- as a group? Can you do a Voxer to a group? I haven't, I mean, yeah. I haven't tried it. I've only done it with one person, but I know, I know Marco Polo, you can do. Yes. So I'm in a group chat on Voxer. So that's okay. kind of how I was introduced to it. Um, and so you can kind of, and I don't know how big the group can be. I don't know if there's a limit on how many people can be in it. But yeah. yeah, I'm on like a, essentially a group chat via Voxer, but it's very helpful for people, um, who are like moms. It's helpful because it's hard to type in text messages or whatever, and you can kind of pick it up whenever you're ready to listen to a bunch of it. Um, but yeah, and we, it's, yeah. it's so been it me cause I live alone. So some days I don't talk to anybody except via Voxer. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some ladies in my church that use group me. Um, okay. Yeah. They're using that and they'll share prayer requests on that. And so you kind of get it, you know, you get those and you, and you at least have it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I was, I was in Colorado a couple of weeks ago and I I had the opportunity to just, um, kind of be with three other women one evening Mm -hmm. and we were just sitting around talking and, you know, it just, it, this is what happens when women get together. They just start sharing what's going on in their life. And yeah. sometimes it's really hard stuff. And there were some really deep issues, like in some conflict in families and uh, some prodigal children and just concerns. And I, I kind of walked away from that that evening and I thought, you know what, this is ministry. This is ministry mm-hmm. happening. And we shared some scripture with each other that was encouraging uh, you know, one another. And I thought, wow, you know, we tend to kind of put women's ministry or ministry to women in a box. And it just really can happen however the Lord brings people into your life. So whether it's two or three people or a mm-hmm. text message or whatever, I think it's a good reminder to just, you know, be mindful of the opportunities and let the Holy Spirit kind of speak into your life to to be available and yeah. to pray for people and, and share God's word. And I'll say like too, my church has done a great job of mobilizing the deacons and the other ministry leaders so that it doesn't all fall on the pastor to check in with all the members of his church because we can't have those visual check-ins on Sunday. Um, but they've kind of divided the congregation into groups and it's like this person is in charge of checking in on these, you know, I don't know how many people it is, 10 people, 10 families or whatever. And then, you know, and I've just gotten a phone call and a text message and just things like that, just to kind of check in, which I think is very helpful. And that can apply with women's ministry as well. Um, because if you're a member, if you're a women's ministry leader in a large church, like that's going to be, it's more taxing on you right now because you don't have those opportunities where you can just visually check in on people and know if that they're doing okay. Cause you're not doing Bible study. You don't have church on Sunday morning, maybe. Um, and so just mobilize, get some volunteers that love to like do use all these mediums like text, yeah. texting and Voxer or whatever, and just say, Hey, would you check in on so-and-so and then check back with me and let me know if they need anything or, um, and I would say if you're, if you're in the women's ministry area, but you're not the leader, check in with your leader and see if she needs some help doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, that's great. And check in with your pastor yeah. and see if he wants help reaching out to other women in your congregation. If you don't have like a women's ministry leader, which right. some churches don't. So well, yeah, and even like our, our church, I mean, I, I kind of lead it, but I have a really great team. So I mm-hmm. wouldn't say that 
I mean, like it's really kind of a lot of equal in right. there. I mean, everybody pulls their own weight, but I have a lady who, well, she was furloughed for um, a few months and she just came to me one day and she said, or, I mean, I guess she didn't come to me because we couldn't meet in person, but she, <laughs> she texted me and it was like, Hey, would it be okay if I just wrote cards to all the moms in our church? And, and our church is small enough that we could do that. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's just such a great encouragement. And I keep hearing women talk about, you know, reaching out to older women or younger mm-hmm. women. And, you know, so I think there's a, a misperception out there that people think, oh, well, um, younger women will be fine with technology. They love it. But I teach mm-hmm. 11th and 12th grade girls. And sometimes they're my hardest ones to get to show up on a Zoom meeting. Yeah. I've heard from a lot of teachers that it's not easy to get um, the kids in the meetings a lot of times or Mm -hmm. for them to pay attention during the meetings. um, (laughs) It's probably more it, but yeah, I think, and too, um, in our church, there's a lot of single people who live alone. And so checking in on those people who, I mean, there have, there have been the whole weeks where I have not seen physically another person just because I haven't gone to the grocery store or whatever it is. And so um, I think just being mindful of those situations, being mindful of the working moms that are having to homeschool kids, surprise <laughs> homeschool kids and still work at the same time and single moms. And um, I just know that there's, there's a lot of people hurting right now. A lot of people have lost their jobs. And so just any encouragement and grace that you can show to other people, even if it's not tangible gifts of money or, you know, a hug yeah. <laughs> um, right now, just like any kind of encouragement is just helpful. And it's just nice to know that people are thinking about you when they can't see you, that you're not out of sight, out of mind um, for people, I think is, yeah. is great. So I had, I had one leader, I thought this was brilliant. Like she just, um, she has a lot of women who are kind of on her leadership team and she really wanted to stay connected with them. Mm-hmm. And so she told me this week that what she did was she bought some special, kind of some special cookies and they were packaged and she let them know that she was going to drive by their house and mm-hmm. leave a package. And she like, she got in her car and she drove to like 20 different homes and dropped off cookies. And you know, that, I mean, that seems like a little thing, but that really kind of goes a long way because, because yeah. those are the, the tangible things like that are things you're going to remember. And you know, I've done that a few times, even with our Lifeway women trainers, mm-hmm. you know, I've just mailed them something during the midst of yeah. this because we, we haven't been able to get together and we, and even when we meet on zoom, um, I think trying to be creative when you do meet on mm-hmm. zoom, even like maybe some games or doing something fun, um, that I think the worst thing we can do is have like a Bible study where only one person is talking and everybody's on zoom and they're just, they're all muted and nobody's <laughs> talking. And that happens. And yeah. I, I know that that happens. And so, um, and Zoom does have yeah. a breakout room feature yes. that you could use to have smaller group discussions if um, if you have a larger group to start with. Yeah. And if you break it up, then you're going to identify maybe potential leaders for the future. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I, think, I think smaller is going to be better. You know, I think we're going to be seeing, you're not going to have a Bible study with two or 300 women in one room. Right. You're going to have Bible studies with eight to 10, maybe yeah. smaller. For sure. And yeah. sometimes though, though it is responsible to meet with that group of people. And sometimes it may not be, um, just depending on where you are, the group yeah. itself. And, and so we want to make sure that if we can't meet in person, we're still connecting with each other. Um, 
some of our options for Bible studies, if we want to talk specifically yeah, for Bible studies, yeah. is that we at Life of Women have online Bible studies. So that's a great way if you um, need to distribute the videos to everybody, because that can be All tricky. Right. But um, is you can do our Bible study online and everybody can watch the video on their own. Mm-hmm. And um, that's helpful right now when schedules are all out of whack to like just have a time when you watch the video and then we'll get together at this time and discuss it. Um, that's very helpful. I know my Bible study is doing that where we're just like all watching the videos by ourselves and then coming together to discuss, which is super helpful because then we don't have to spend 30 minutes on Zoom during our Zoom call watching a video together, you know, True. Um, True. because we are like looking at screens all the time and on meetings, it's helpful to not have to do that. So if you go to lifewaywomen.com slash OBS for online Bible studies, you can kind of see what we're offering um, right now we're running Jude by Jackie Hill Perry, and that'll be up until August 31st. So if you want to hop on and you would have to do a little bit of like, just quick reviewing. If you, if you listen to this podcast and jump on for the first time, yeah. but you can do it, it can be done. Um, and then we're going to have Jesus and women by Christy McClellan, who we had on the podcast recently. And so, that's right. um, that's going to be later in the fall. And we would love for y'all to join us. You just need to get a Bible study book, have everybody in your group get a Bible study book, and then they can join us for the videos. Um, Another option is print only studies, which Mm -hmm. don't require a video. Some examples of... Yeah, like Mary Wiley's Everyday Theology. Everyday Theology is um, print only. And so uh, we recently had her on the podcast as well. So you can kind of hear more about that if you want to look up Mary Wiley. Um, and I mean, we have a, a bunch of other print only studies, um, that you can look at in our catalog and that would be a great option because then you don't have to worry about all trying to watch the video. Um, you can just meet and discuss what you yeah. learned that week. In fact, maybe we ought to just remind people that if they haven't seen the new digital Lifeway Women catalog, it, it's on lifewaywomen.com. So you can find yeah. the new digital catalog and you can look and because a, a lot of women's leaders are starting to plan and they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out like what they can do. And um, another study that's been super popular this year is Trustworthy by Lisa Turkhurst. Yeah. Um, now that's definitely one that, I mean, we haven't offered it on online Bible studies yet. It probably will at some point. Um, but, um, you know, you could definitely you can, people can figure out how to do the videos. You can download it to a computer and share a screen, um, mm-hmm. you know, on zoom. But like you said, that's kind of hard. It's a little bit harder to do that. Yeah. And everybody's having to watch that all, all the same time. And we but, have rental options and digital yeah. downloads as well as audio downloads. So if you're a podcast person, which you are, if you're listening here, that's right. then you can download the audio versions of most of our studies, like the video portion of our studies um, for pretty inexpensive, like, per session. And so that might be a great way, especially like if you're a young mom or if you like to listen to stuff while you're on the treadmill or something, um, then that might be a great way to just download those. And they're not that extensive. I don't, the price varies, so we won't say what it is, but, um, it just depends on the session and how long it is and all that kind of stuff, but you can get the bundles too, which are even cheaper, which Mm -hmm. is just all the sessions. Um, you might talk about Elizabeth, what's really not, not accepted. Like what are some things that we would not want someone to do with the video content? Yeah. So due to copyright laws, we're not allowed to like post the videos to YouTube or anything like that. If you were to share a screen, we would ask that you make it a private 
uh, room on Zoom um, and also don't record it um, because, yeah, copyright laws prohibit all of that kind of stuff. And so um, probably the best way to do it is to do one that's already online, like our online Bible studies, or to share screen and then just don't record it. Don't, um, yeah, make sure the room is password protected so that nobody can get it. Um, yeah. And so we kind of just are very careful with copyright laws because that's somebody's livelihood and we don't want to, you know, take that. And, um, so yeah, I would say online options are your best for videos, um, or download it individually and just get, um, the sessions via audio or rent. It's pretty inexpensive to rent them as well. And so just kind of, um, think through that and yeah those would be probably the best ways to do that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about events because I think that a lot of times women's leaders are are saying, you know, I love doing events and I want to have, I want to gather my women and Mm -hmm. like, that's a natural thing for us to want to do, but we're probably not going to be able to gather women. Um, and that's just something you're going to have to think through for your own church, but you may be able to get a small gathering, maybe even in your home, um, which you, you know, you've talked about doing that. Um, but there's some Lifeway women events coming up too, that people might want to check out. Mm Mm-hmm. There is first thing is Lifeway Women Live, which is coming up in just like a week from the point that this publishes. And um, it's on August 7th. Is that right? I think that's right. Or just the 8th. I think it's just the 8th now. The Saturday that is August. Just Saturday. Then I think it's the 8th. Um, And so it is going to be Beth Moore, Priscilla Shire, Jackie Hill Perry, Jen Wilkin, uh, Jennifer Rothschild, Angie Smith, Kelly Mentor, and uh, Christy McClellan are going to. Did I miss anybody? I feel like I that's think eight. I think that's I'm, right. I'm impressed you got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like replaying the video that I've Jamie seen on Ivey. Facebook. Was Jamie Ivy? Uh, did you say Jamie Ivy? No, she's not there this year. She she's was there not. last year. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jamie's coming to Women's Forum. So that's gotcha. Gotcha. Forward to. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in August, that is going to happen. And you can, um, and you'll be able to watch it after August 8th if you get the digital pass. Um, it's good for sometime after that. And we recommend that. That's going to be live teaching. It's going to be really fun. Um, all those women speakers that we love. Um, and they're all going to be talking about scripture, which is, <laughs> but, uh, it'll be great. They're talking about, we're taking the verse in, uh, second Timothy about all scripture is inspired by God and mm-hmm. profitable for teaching and just kind of going through that. I won't say the rest of it because I don't know what version I've memorized it in. And so I'm just like, I don't I know. know. <laughs> in, in my mind, I'm thinking, I think I have King James probably yeah. memorized in that one. It's like so a conglomeration of yeah. versions that I've memorized. So, um, but yeah, it's, yeah. So that will be really good. And I, we're all looking forward to that. And that's going to be a simulcast. And so you'll get to tune in and watch all of those speakers. And we just know that'll be fun. And we're also going to have some podcast episodes um, from right. that, that we're recording at um, the Life of Women Live simulcast. So that'll be super fun. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about yeah, these other things on the list? I, I could. Um, one of the things that we do twice a year at Lifeway is we offer a conference for new leaders and you have to have been a leader for three years or less. It's called Essentials and we've got it planned for September 28th through the 30th and we only allow 25 women at this. And so because it's a smaller event, we're really hoping that we can do it. 
but we're monitoring. I mean, like everything else, um, we will know probably by, you know, maybe even a week or so after this comes out, whether we're able to do that. But if you're a new leader, you could probably contact me at Lifeway, just kelly.king at lifeway.com. And I can give you some more information about that. And if we can't do it this year and in September, we've got two coming up in 2021. So it's definitely something, a great opportunity for new leaders. And you don't, it's, it doesn't cost anything. You just have to get your way to Nashville. And then we give you two and a half days of training for new leaders. So that's an opportunity. And then the Women's Leadership Forum is in November, November 12th through the 14th. And again, because it's November, <laughs> we're not sure what that's going to look like. But I can say there's probably going to be a digital element of some sort. We're hoping that we can have some sort of a live event. But you know what? The safety of our of our attendees is really the most, mm-hmm. the biggest priority. So if we feel like we can't do it in a safe manner and that we can't provide it an opportunity to do it live, we are going to offer some things digitally. So, you know, we're, we're going to, we're figuring all this out along with you guys. <laughs> and, and uh, we're just, we're hoping that by 2021, there's some new events coming out, but September is going to be when the Lifeway, the 2021 events open up. So people are going to want to watch for that so they can start registering for 2021. Yeah, that'll be so much fun. And you can watch for that on LifewayWomen.com or on the Lifeway Women social media channels, which is always at Lifeway Women everywhere. So yeah, that would be the best place to find out all about that stuff. Um, Yeah. So those are some events that we have coming up and we know that everybody has a little bit of zoom fatigue, but we, um, we want to still be able to provide these events because there's still, there's still so much fun. And so it's just, um, maybe you can gather a few friends safely, um, watch it in your backyard or something, (laughs) whatever you need to do. That'd be great. Like we need to see some pictures of people like at a swimming pool, that yeah. maybe you're like all <laughs> spread out on mats and then like a big screen that they're watching the like Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. safe? Uh, you know, anymore, I don't even know it's safe. So yeah, just, you know, use your best uh, discretion yeah. and for you and where you live. Um, Cause everywhere has different rules right now. Everybody has different um, immunocompromised and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just throwing out words now. I don't even know that I'm using it correctly. Um, <laughs> But yes, I, we talked a little bit before we started recording and I'm like, I have so much information that I don't even know what's true anymore. <laughs> and I'm not a scientist. Um, I did very poorly on my science portion of uh, my ACT. So I'm not Me the too. person to, to ask about that kind of I stuff. I think that's why we're in the business that we're in, Elizabeth. I think we're better with words than the science part. For sure. Man, I wish I was better at science. I know. I'm, I'm fascinated by it. I'm just yeah. not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Science and math. Um, I'm not as fascinated by math, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think we've talked a little bit about um, just if you're meeting, how can you just make sure you're following whatever guidelines your church has set out as well as like your and th- they can kind of help you because most churches are keeping up with the government and the CDC and all that kind of stuff on what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do. So just make sure you check in with them and make sure you're following all the precautions that you need to, whether you need to wear masks, whether you need to like have childcare, some places um, aren't doing that right now. What kind of like cleaning you need to do, how far apart to set the chairs, if you can serve food. I mean, there's just lots of, lots of factors that we're having to think through that we don't normally have to think through. So make sure that you involve your church 
um, in planning that if you decide to meet together at the church, um, which I'm sure you would anyway, because you got to get the keys to get in, but just in case, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's what we've been talking through a lot is just very practical tips. Yeah. Let's talk for just before we finish. Mm -hmm. And because one of the segments of population that we haven't really addressed is senior adults. Yeah. And because they are really, um, you know, they're in a population group that we feel like really have, we need to protect in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways. And even those senior adults that maybe live in assisted living centers and how can we, how can we do a better job of staying connected to them? Even my mom, who's, she's 79 and she would not consider herself a senior adult probably. Um, <laughs> she likes to, you know, minister to the older women in her church. Right. Um, but, you know, she hasn't been able to go to church in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I, I know for her, there is, I mean, there's a, there's a loss there a little bit and mm-hmm. in, in trying to stay connected with them. So I know she's been trying to, she'll take them like an open windows devotional or a mature living magazine. And she'll, you know, try to make sure that they have that. Um, but also just the phone calls that she mm-hmm. tries to, you know, I'll hear her on the phone occasionally just making phone calls and she just kind of goes through her list and just to check on people. And so we could, we could all do a better job of that. Yeah. And I think if there's any way to help them to navigate these online sources that the rest of us are are doing like zoom and, um, just the internet in general, or like your church's live stream. A lot of them may, may not be as familiar with these apps that, um, some, some of your members, like we've been using zoom Kelly at Lifeway for a while now. And so we know how to navigate them, but I can't imagine it being a new app and having to figure out how to do all this, like share your screen and all that kind of stuff. And so if you have anybody that can just write out some very simple instructions on how to access your church's live stream or how to access um, Zoom for people that have no clue and haven't done it before, I think that's very helpful. I know a church that I worked at, um, they had a Facebook class <laughs> back. Um, this is before any of this happened, but they had a Facebook yeah. class to teach the senior adults how to use Facebook because most of them were not on it, but they wanted to be on it because Mm. their children and grandchildren were on it. And so they just had a like basics of that. They had a basics of Spotify class. And so I think just thinking through that and like how, how you can communicate that without being in person is going to be an extra, um, require extra creativity, but I think it can be done and, and would be something to just keep in mind that not everybody knows how to use these things. So when you say, Oh, you know, join us for our online service, it's not easy for everyone. So just make sure that you provide clear instructions, um, in whatever, and however you're communicating it. And even if you need to have like a little tech team, that's like on call (laughs) for, for people. And it's not just senior adults, but anybody that can't, um, that is having trouble accessing your stuff, just kind of having a tech team that's available to walk them through that would be helpful. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great idea to make sure we're keeping all these people in mind um, yeah. during this season for sure. And I, I just, as a reminder too, just to remind women to pray for the church leaders yes. um, in their church. Our pastors are just, there's just a lot of decisions and mm-hmm. there are some so many things that I know that they feel like they just, whatever decision they make, some people are going to be happy and some people aren't. And so it's just a good reminder. If, if there's one thing you can do this fall for your women's ministry, set like put together some prayer groups and, yeah. and, and figure out how you connect with, whether that's over Zoom or texting or 
however you do it on a Facebook group, um, I think that could be really, really powerful if we would just become women of prayer and we would really take it upon ourselves to to say we're going to lift up our church leaders during this time and and pray for them. Yeah, and I think that would be a good place to close is just maybe I'm going to read the Lord's Prayer in Matthew um, because I think one of my friends was talking about, um, her name is Jamie. She was telling me that right now we're learning, and you kind of talked about this at the beginning with the James passage, but we're learning to rely on daily bread. Um, and God is also teaching us a lot about rest. He's teaching us about daily bread, but I think he's teaching us to trust him um, to just give us what we need. And I think that's something that as Americans, we're used to, and I mean, this isn't just apply to Americans, but I think it's definitely an American thing. We're used to relying on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so um, this is all very new because we're having to not just rely on God, but other people. Um, And so I think that that's something that God is definitely teaching us. And I think just reading through the the model prayer, the Lord's prayer is somewhere that we can kind of end today um, as a way to be encouraging, um, but also just to remind us of, whose kingdom we're reflecting. And we just finished listening to the Sermon on the Mount series. So I think we all, um, which was incredibly uh, timely as we've discussed. And so um, I will just read this if you don't mind, Kelly, and then we'll end out. Did you have anything else to add before we? Okay. I think that'd be great. Okay. So this is Matthew six, starting in verse nine. Therefore you should pray like this. Our father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. So, yeah, well, we're so glad you joined us and we hope that we provided some encouragement and some helps as we navigate this season together. Yeah, we're praying for everyone. Yes. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag Mark Podcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time.